0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of The Fighting Goat where my friend Mystic Chips aka Arjun Chipalkati and me Somesh Superhuman Kamra are joining you for yet another exciting episode of UFC 263 a lot more on the old guard and new guard and what's coming the following week? So, Chips, how was 263? How was your week? Oh. How was the weekend? Where were you? Where were you sloshed? Did you fall in some <laughs> no, gutter that you were talking about? <laughs> no, no, only my friend
1: fell through a manhole. And I still, uh, you know, this is the funny thing when you have great friends, you know, we don't care whether they're okay. <laughs> the, that's the last thing that you wonder. But you fell. Yeah, you <laughs>
0: felt like a moron,
1: and you were stuck for eight hours.
0: Well, and I also remember this one time. You know, hell, you know, I remember hell, this one time hell. where there was an old man that fell in your building, and you, you know, we had a great listen, laugh over I, I, listen,
1: You know, you know, I am not going anywhere. People already hate me, and they're out to get me. So. I don't want I do want another community coming after me, please. Uh, no, so let's come back to uh, the week, man. The week has been great. I've moved to uh, a new uh, apartment. 14,000
0: square feet house, no?
1: Yeah, wow. 14,000 square feet. This is not a UFC performance center. You forget we live in Bombay. Have you seen Bombay houses? Seriously. The only thing smaller than a Bombay house is a Hong Kong house yeah that's the only thing smaller and it costs like it costs like 16 years of salary to like pay like for that one square meter
0: that is uh, that is that is just a principal amount the emi is extra
1: huh of course no no this is a booking amount yeah. <laughs> it's a booking yeah. amount. Uske baad jo hoga, then we'll see you know whatever so you basically you're signing i've signed my life away now.
0: So, Absolutely. No, but I love the, far city. Far the city. My face is my a great become to to because, be because I have to
1: stop eating also. Because it's like, come Khana, come Khana, because of me. Ah,
0: right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, I can I can see that jawline coming through. It's
1: coming back. I'm <laughs> going to be sexy again. You wait, <laughs> studio time. <laughs> no, but, guys, yeah. quickly, let's get back to MMA because we can keep doing this nonsense all day. But um, MMA had a very interesting week. UFC 263 was a very, very highly awaited uh, card. We had a great bunch of fights. We had the headliner between Israel Adesanya versus the Italian dream, Daniel Vittori. We had Marvin
0: Vittori. Marvin Vittori. I keep you know what? This is Sudhis fault. <laughs> yeah, it, it is f- you f- know, Daniel Daniel every two minutes. You know, in fact, on our on our um, on our Sony show, instead of Marvin Vittori <laughs> from Italy, he made him the left arm <laughs> New Zealand bowler, Daniel Vittori. Yeah, uh, So, <laughs> that was so much fun. And the, it the producer was like, listen, Daniel, no, it's Marvin. Marvin Vittori. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's it's crazy.
1: It can get confused. But anyway, Marvin Vittori, that was the headliner. Daniel. We, had... Daniel, Daniel. <laughs> anyway, we no. had Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards take on the legend. Legend, Nate Diaz.
0: Yeah. And
1: man, what a fight that was. God, I still can't get over it. I really yeah. still can't get over it. Man. Well, it was, we
0: also had a new champion in the flyweight division when oh, the Mexico Viva Viva Mexico brand was That was emotional. That was a really
1: one. emotional moment. It was really oh yes, really absolutely, emotional.
0: absolutely. Like, you know, but I, speaking I'm of the entire saying card, that
1: I teared up for it, like I you really know,
0: did. You know, speaking speaking of the entire card, you know, it started off with this. You know, the Scottish guy Paul Craig versus uh, say Craig, say, you say
1: right, man. It's Craig.
0: Craig Craig Craig, yeah, <laughs> Paul Craig. yeah, it was Paul Craig. And you know, did you notice that how Joe Rogan didn't understand a single word of what Paul Craig was saying?
1: He was just nodding, like, ha, yeah, ha, he was like, yeah, you know,
0: like only you know, only that one village in Scotland <laughs> would understand what he's talking. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a shouting
1: match between Paul Craig and Nate Nobody would understand anything, it's like completely coded. Yeah. <laughs> to get like special specialists from the CIA. Like yeah, t-
0: man. You know, you know. But speaking of the opening, uh, you know, the opening fight uh, yeah. Versus v- Jamahal Hill. Yes, Jamahal Hill, who, who, in, you know, who in himself is a very, very strong contender. But did was a see great that,
1: striker. He was unbeaten for nine fights.
0: Did you see that arm snap back? <laughs> he was brutal. That was weird. He was he, brutal because the honestly, a- that he had
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. His left
0: arm. He didn't let go, and he pulled guard with that overhook. I mean that is such a high level move, man. You know, and what I'm beginning to feel that every single event we are seeing some break, some crack, you know, shins breaking, you know, elbows cracking. The anime gods have heard us. (laughs) <laughs> brutality. Yeah. You know, we definitely do, but I'm wondering because this didn't happen about five years back, you know. Are the guys getting weaker, or is it just overexposure, or it's too much training, or it's you know what, what, what exactly is happening?
1: I don't I don't think it's too much. You know, it can happen. It happened to somebody like Jakari. his arm snapped, yeah, and, yeah. and his and it can happen. And dude, guys like Frank Meyer did it back in the day. Nog did it back in the day.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it's
1: it happens, I think it happens with. Very high level bJj practitioners, like you know, you've got the really sportmen, you know you've got guys like Damien Maya, who, like you know, if they even hear who are so well nuanced, but he yeah. knows that your arm has moved a certain direction, he'll kind of stop it as soon as he feels even a little bit of noise,
0: you know, but you know, in fact, i I just went through the tape again, and huh. you know the moment Hill's arm actually snapped behind, it was Hill who was trying to tell the Dude, referee- he was trying to
1: tap. He was you know, trying to tap. He, he was, was trying to, to say tap, something. And,
0: and he even told the referee, "That listen, my arm is broken. Get it back." Yeah, and the referee, who's apparently a BJJ black belt, just didn't give in, and it had to take a few elbows on a hill space yeah, by Craig exactly, to exactly. actually stop that. You know, I I just felt it was a little too late. I think the referee I, needs to, I think know, a, hear know, something see, out.
1: The the thing is that you know you know refere- refereeing is also a tough job. Man. It's it not is. Easy. It is. And in the heat of the moment, you know, you can't tell. I mean, like. Of course, you've got guys in the past like Mario Yamasaki and Eve Levine who've also made, yeah. Eve Levine has made incredibly stupid mistakes also. Like the guy right. is unconscious right. and the guillotine, I, I remember I seeing this somewhere in Bellator yeah. and it was it was hilarious because the guillotine had finished, the guy was unconscious. The Can you ask the girl girlfriend to call the-
0: you please? Because, work, because the phone is vibrating.
1: <laughs> I, know, I can't help it. It's a working day.
0: Yeah. God, it I- make
1: me sound like a hooker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're getting, getting a jawline, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's sick, dude. It's sick. Uh, no, but coming back, no, it's, we keep talking about referees and fine, referees yeah. make mistakes. And, but the thing is that Craig, of course, the way he transitioned from yeah. Amba yeah. to triangles to, it's just, he reminds me of uh, old school verdum
0: Yes. You know, where guys yes. are
1: scared to go to the ground with verdum
0: And he's a, you know, he's a big he's guy huge. in that weight category. He's, he's big.
1: huge, man. He looks like a fucking Viking.
0: Yeah. You know, like like that, like that, let that Prohaska kind of look, you know, to Exactly.
1: Yiri, man, Yiri prohashka is stuff. Is you know, Yiri Prohaska is, is clearly is, is Goro from Mortal Kombat. He's yeah. a Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Kombat fighter.
0: Well, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I think our champion walked out like a Mortal Kombat Raiden, character this time. Dude, yeah, yeah Raiden, he did. Raiden, straight, <laughs> you know, the, the
1: headgear, the mouth mask, and he walked out to yeah. Somewhere I Belong by Linkin Park. One man, of the most
0: you know, but before we get to that fight, I would definitely want to get to the welterweights, which is Bilal Muhammad versus Damien Maya, which yes, was an sir. excellent fight. But that will come in round two. The welterweight. Let's talk about the second welterweight fight, which is Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Old guard versus new guard, which is the next segment. Mm. But we cannot not talk about Nate Diaz.
1: I mean, look, man, I, I don't want to give away. I, you know, whoever's seen the fight knows what happened. But I'll preface that. To, I'll preface this entire conversation by saying, props to both guys. Because yeah. Leon is the next generation, you can see it. You know, remember Sumesh, you remember what uh, um, when Matt Hughes faced uh, GSP for the first time? Right. And in the last second, for he the first time, By yes. Ambar, the first oh, time. Oh
0: yes, yes, yes. And
1: in the post-fight interview, he said, "Even though I won, GSP is the future." Correct. GSP Correct. is the future. He is the next generation already, because of the way he moves, the way he trains, the, t- the diff- different mindset, the strategy, the game plan. And we saw that with somebody like Leon. He didn't get baited into Nate Diaz's world.
0: Well, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, the press conference, Nate Diaz, while he was smoking his joint, also said, you know, that this situation is very similar to what happened with GSP. And I think Edwards is the future. Did he say something on those lines? or he we He must have, man. I
1: mean, firstly, you need a translator for Nate Diaz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> even
0: though he's speaking English. Even though he's speaking perfect. Like English, English. to English translator.
1: Yeah, man, it's, you need English to English translator. You need a Stockton translator. Two o nine From the 209 region, you need someone there. No, but it, It's even though that, that's, a, that's, the, that's the bigness of Nate, you know, like he knows where to give credit. He knows when he's been bested. But right. it's one of those situations where, you know, I didn't want to say this on the official broadcast yesterday because, yeah. you know, we've got rules there. Uh, Leon, even in victory, he has lost points in the title picture. I feel yes, he yes, sure. has the title picture. For sure. He for was sure. being groomed to be, he's already number three. He was being groomed to fight the winner of Colby versus uh, Usman. Right. And I think if I was Dana White right now, I'll be like, huh? Okay. Well, like, you, you, know, know,
0: you know, it's such a sad world because when you dominate someone for 24 minutes out of 25 and that last one minute you get rocked, it, it takes away so many brownie points of your career. I actually begin to feel that you know, when people look to get to perfection, they are really aiming at being spick and span. You know, you cannot even yeah. drop your guard for that split second because someone like a Nate Diaz will get on the Stockton slap. He will, you know, Dude. he will catch you with that cross. He Dude, is going to catch you with that he cross. Got luck. He got lucky. Leon got
1: so lucky. Had there been two minutes more in that round, he would, would, would have seen Nate win. Yeah, and Nate,
0: yeah, the for thing sure. is,
1: Nate Diaz is, you know, I mean, the Nick and Nate, the brothers, the Diaz brothers, they run, they do triathlons for fun. Yeah. For fun. That's their idea of fun.
0: Yeah. They do triathlons.
1: Yeah. And triathletes are some of the hardest people in the world.
0: Absolutely. The cardio,
1: the cardio and conditioning are on a different planet.
0: Man, planet. these guys, these guys they are take not five rounds, they take 25 minutes to warm up. Right, right, and you know, and in fact, Dana White was very quick to mention that the next time he gets Nate Diaz, <laughs> he's going to request him for a six-round fight because Dude, you got because him. he because he possibly takes five rounds just to warm up. <laughs> no, no, the, the fight clock should start after Nate Diaz
1: gets starts bleeding because that's when he's in a fight. Until he's like cut up and the scar tissue gets cut up open again, yeah. he doesn't really start working then. Yeah. After he starts bleeding, then he's like, he'll smile, raise his hands up, show your yeah. finger.
0: all that shit starts oh man it it, it It, was
1: it was incredible
0: you know and the good part is what that the Diaz is very very clear he's like I'm not going to retire anytime soon so you know I'm here to hang and I love that attitude because this dude is about you know 36-37 years old Leon is 28-29 he's clearly not in his prime but he's still the fan favorite I mean at the press conference I think he didn't even speak like 8 words and the cheers that the Diaz brothers get is next level level. did you hear the he walked out. He
1: walked out at Tupac, and oh, the man. crowd went mad with beers. And, yeah. and the minute Leon walked out, the booze. I don't yeah. understand why he gets hit. I really don't understand why he gets hit. Well, it's he's a, an but,
0: extremely good. You know, he's an extremely good fighter. MMA fighter. But you know, you know, we'll something get to that like second. That's
1: that's saved <laughs> for after the break.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you
1: because there's a whole sector there, but. After the baby, we've got a couple of things to talk about. Still, man, we've got to go move on to the co-main event, which was oh, man. the flyweight title belt between the ultra dangerous. Uh, sorry, hang on. Let me say this the proper way: Deus de Guerra, which is the God of War.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: and uh, Davison Figueroa, who's one of the scariest men in that division. Scariest? Yeah. I mean, he's scary for a lot of people. You look at him and you will get scared.
0: Well, will you be know, stupid not to get scared. Y- you know, for those who don't know, uh, the category of flyweights is basically the 125 pound category, mm-hmm. which means uh, technically on the scale. They are about 57 kgs. Yeah. But when these guys come to fight, they are easily, easily 140, 145.
1: No, dude, it's no, no, not not Moreno, only Figueredo.
0: Only Figueredo. Or
1: Figueredo, Figueredo, Figueredo weighs 75 kilos that night. <laughs> 71 kilos. From from 55 kilos, he's come to 75 easy. <laughs> Easy. I'm not even, there's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I,
0: well, want to, you know, I want to see a huge. weighing scale. Yeah.
1: <laughs> stand there. You put a weighing scale at the cage. <laughs> One weighing scale, I want you to stand. But he looked a lot slimmer yesterday. I think yeah, it he, was, did. he did. He did. Yes. A, you know, we talk about this all the time, over and over and over again. The fighters in the past used to use an advantage of, you know, rehydrating via IVs. Got and it. the IV ban has led to a lot of fighters fighting in their home weight classes.
0: Which is actually healthy for them. Very so,
1: healthy. So they can't use those advantages. And but Figueredo is killing himself to get to
0: fly weight. Yes, yes. Killing in himself. fact, in fact, he's you know he's missed weight a lot of times in the past. And yeah. you know, to get down to that 125-pound division and in the championship fights, you have no leeway. So which oh, means man. you have to weigh 125 or lesser, not even 125.5. I've,
1: at the at the veins, we saw him. There, you know, there was a bit of a scuffle and he pushed him and moreno is a light guy and
0: yeah.
1: Figueredo is a huge guy and the way he pushed him it looked like underpowered you know
0: correct it was correct. not the
1: govindaka dhaka. correct govindaka dhaka is another level
0: correct, that correct. To francis
1: nagano be <laughs> well you
0: know if he you know if he give that to the khatiya the khatiya also actually is <laughs> quite faster <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Calvin Cutter <ko> na. <laughs> no. But, but coming back to the fight, I mean, it was, you know, the sport of MMA is, you know, you people, uh, most people think it's a blood sport and it's brutal and it's a, it's a full sport full of savages, but once in a while they come, these amazing Cinderella man stories, right. where you see an athlete from Mexico, from a poor background who was, you know, like Sumesh said yesterday, who was overweight, who was trained to be a lawyer. Whose mother sent him to do MMA, and has fulfilled a lifelong dream, coming from a small place in Tijuana,
0: to come yeah.
1: to win the belt. And subesh I was I was crying when I saw him. His reaction. No, absolutely.
0: Man. You know because was, this guy is so genuine. He is so genuine, and, and, and such the a sweet guy. He's such a sweet guy. You know. I think I think I think we need to set up a we need to set up a fight between Moreno and uh, Wonderboy for for the nicest motherfucker.
1: Yeah, no. But no. the boy is still, you know, he's a sweet-looking guy, but he is like, you know, can be a little cutter. Yeah. Like Moreno is literally smiles up until the bell rings. Then he Got becomes it. serious. And he's the nicest guy. And he's like a kid who loves Lego and his toys, and, and he collects <laughs> some stuff like this. And the way he the, the raw emotion that you saw, you saw even Joe Rogan tearing up. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was, I had
1: te- I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help but feel that passion. You know, fuck is he deserving
0: of that belt. You know, and he's so genuine. Deserving. You know, he's so genuine. And in fact, he's one of the few guys who openly said that if our fighters train in our own country, they can still do well. They don't need to move to the US exactly. or to Thailand or to Russia or somewhere. You know, uh, he's, he's a chap who's come from a small gym called Entran Gym, you know, which actually he enrolled to lose weight. Hmm. And post that when he got hooked on to the sport, he said, you know, I'm going to leave my law studies and I'm going to do this full time. And that says a lot because he's in Tijuana, he's based there, he trains there, he's lived there, he studied there, everything of that sort. You know, so he's not transitioned to it like is. a developed nation and you know exactly. this high tech, you know, technology and coaching and all of that. He's done his bit from his part of the world. He was cut by the UFC in 2018. Yeah. He came back 2019, and man, 2021, he's the champion. Now
1: it's you know, you guys when we are going to see a snippet of this on social media, we're going to show you a picture yeah. of Moreno yeah. gripping that belt. Oh man, and that, it was if it's you, heartwarming. If you, if you do not feel anything, seriously, then you are dead inside. Then just f***
0: off basically. Then f*** off. Yeah, yeah. Seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no man, it's, it's very rare to see that. You know, if you look at the moments in history where you've seen yeah. champions do that. Yeah. Iconically, when, when, uh, when GSP upset, uh, when GSP beat Matthews, who was Matthews, yeah. one of the best champions in the world in that division. Yeah. And I yeah. think he had a winning streak, had six fight winning streaks, six defenses. And finally, GSP beat him. It was an emotional moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it when was. Anderson
1: Silva won the belt for the first time against Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin. Yeah. It was an incredible moment. Yeah. But for Moreno, because, and look at how the stories are, man. GSP was a garbage man who worked his ass up. Yeah. Anderson yeah. Silva grew up in the favelas of, of Brazil from absolute poverty came back with his, came to his wife and to America when he was living in a small apartment and showed his wife a bungalow saying, tomorrow one day this will be our home.
0: No, but can, you, uh, can you say that in his voice? That tomorrow this will uh, be our home. No, I, I, no, I can <laughs> My voice is
1: really like, uh, it's possible. Yeah. I, can't, I can't. My voice is gone today. I'll do it another day. I promise. But no, it's these, it's these stories of raw emotion where these guys trained in their home countries, yeah. worked so hard, came up the right way and guys like Moreno, Silva, GSP, a lot. And you'd come to the old guard when we talk about that. Yeah, But it's, it's such a, it's, it's, it's heartwarming. It's, it's really, and I cannot think of a more deserving a champion.
0: Absolutely, I cannot. yes. Absolutely. I cannot. You know? But that division is wide open because at one point of time, if I'm not mistaken, three or four years back, Dana White was thinking of stopping that division completely you know uh yeah. you know when mighty mouse actually exited the ufc there was nobody out there but then came henry suhodo then there yeah. are talks of cody garbrandt going down and now we have figueredo and someone like moreno so i personally think that's one of the most exciting divisions in it the is. ufc at the moment you know and the skill level too the skill level of it's moreno crazy. those
1: those yeah. combinations that he landed he stifled the champion and 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 at that division davison figueredo who is has easily got like lights out knockout power. Like yeah. you normally don't see the power. The lighter the weight you go, you yeah. see better technique, you see better skill.
0: You see speed, you,
1: you know. Yeah, you see incredible speed, but you don't see switch your lights off, good night, knockout power. And
0: that's what correct. the champion had. Correct, correct, correct. So that's, I mean, it's crazy because we need to get to the old guard versus the new guard in the next segment. But that gets us to the main event of the yes, evening. Sir. In the middleweight division, which is 185 pounds between the champion Israel Adesanya and the Italian dream Marvin Vittori. So, you know, I was I was happy and sad at the same time because yes, I was happy that Adesanya won the fight. yeah. But I was sad in the way he won the fight because, you know, when there's a champion out there who has beaten someone like Robert Whitaker, who has put out Paulo Costa and he could not dispatch the Italian dream. Look, man. So, we've
1: seen this. We've seen this trend in all the great champions. Yeah, it's we we saw it with Silva. Silva had one, two, three, four, five knockouts, and then suddenly against guys like uh, Patrick Cote, Damien Maya, decision, where, decision, 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 decision. Where we saw, like, where I was getting frustrated, saying the disparity in talent is visible.
0: Yeah, like,
1: you are here, and he's here, and why can't you finish him? Yeah. And we saw the same thing with GSP for years, man. He used to dominate these guys. He couldn't do it. John Jones stopped finishing people. You know how brutal he is. He used to switch people's lights off. If he got you in the clinch, man, you were dead. You what know, happened to these guys?
0: You know, so, a lot of people have in fact written to me on Instagram and Twitter saying that, you know, is it the fact that the champion doesn't want to finish them and wants to kind of, you know, hurt them over 25 minutes? Could that be a strategy or is that too risky I mean, at this stage of life?
1: I mean, see, look, I think, see, the thing is with the UFC, you're already dealing with some ridiculous top level competition. Right. I mean, you know, say what you want about Marvin Vettori, he's still there. He's Absolutely. still the number one contender. He's still coming after you and he's still tough as he proved he's tough as nails man he ate like what some 300 leg kicks
0: yeah <laughs> and he wasn't yeah.
1: limping and Izzy kicks
0: hard yeah man you know it's you Izzy know it's you know hard. you know it's like a baseball bat coming towards your leg is
1: that is the is the third the yeah. slap the slap means the foot is hitting you yeah hard is the is, hard part is, is that the is, shin is the shin slamming against muscle and tissue and sinew and it's it, man it does devastating damage inside and outside and we saw we saw how that fight went. Marvin Vettori had a tough chance to begin with.
0: We yeah, knew that. Yeah.
1: Because Izzy, the way his movement is, his in and out, his fluidity, and his takedown defense is one of the best in that division. Correct. Correct. So it was a tough fight to begin with. And things like that can be frustrating because you saw the frustration on his face, Somesh. Yeah. He was getting irritated and pissed off because Marvin was holding him against the cage.
0: Right. But That's he couldn't do anything beyond that. You know, he, he, he could not do anything beyond that. Beyond that. He couldn't. But but you know, also there was one very important aspect that I noticed that between rounds when Rafael Codero, uh Marvin Vittori's coach, was talking to him and saying the legendary coach, right? Know, that I you're mean, like losing this best. round. You're losing this round. You're losing the round. And at the end of round four, he said you're losing the fight. We need to finish it off. Yes, I remember and, that. And somehow Marvin Vittori just just could not turn the engine on one or second. He just didn't believe that he was losing the fight. Because even after the fight, he was in disbelief that he lost. Yeah, it's
1: you know, we talk about delusion sometimes. Delusion can be positive and negative. Correct. And if you're if you're deluded to a point where you know you're gonna beat a guy, you'll do it. You know you think you're better than somebody, you might be. Yeah. And that can get you victory. But more often than not, delusion is what it is. It's delusion. You will lose. And he thought he won the first fight. Yes, the first fight was close but yeah. this time this time i'm sorry not even kind of sorta close
0: you know honestly i was surprised it was you know 50 45 across yeah, all I the judges
1: have, i would have expected you it know, to be about 49 47 no
0: nah, i was i was in fact thinking that it was so clear that honestly some round may have even been a 10 8 you know it was it, it was just all easy out there, and especially with the takedown defenses, because one, I think he just got one, but Izzy sprang straight back up. You know, that's
1: the round that I would have said that might have been a draw. Hmm. So I would have said 50-49 or 49-48, depending on you know that round.
0: Nah, it was a clear <clears throat> 50-45 for me. It was a clear
1: 50-40. I am I have no argument with the 50-45. It's absolutely right. I mean, you know. It was, but, it was a, it was a shutout by the champion,
0: you know, but uh, again, you know, like having said that it was quite surprising that Israel Adesanya, who's known to be a finisher in the game could not finish maybe one of the lowest rank opponents that he's fought in the last couple of years. But, but it happens. He, man. Yeah, it
1: happens. It happened. It also, it also is a function of if you come to fight. Correct. And, and 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 vettori and let's not this discredit the fact that vettori has a solid chin, dude oh he man. got, smacked to the, he, got took, he took head kicks to the head you know I mean that's I mean it was
0: he was crazy he was crazy but also you know at some level I felt because Adesanya was talking about facing Robert Whitaker next maybe he was yeah. just looking to get through this fight yes. to actually face his real competition. Very possible. Very, you very know, possible. Because very there possible. Are, you know, there are times where, you know, the fighters who are so smart, you know, they kind of don't drain themselves or don't overtrain themselves for yeah. a particular fight because they know they'll get through it. Yeah. Uh and they focus on the bigger challenges in life, you know. So exactly. and we it saw it could that. be that also.
1: We saw that. We saw Israel Al had no respect for Vettori striking. Zero respect. Yeah. Yeah like not even an ounce of respect for his striking so well, i was he not he was going surprised. back
0: he was waiting on the cage Dude, you know Anderson you know man,
1: Anderson silva was, man, the way he did this head movement
0: he was slipping he was ducking and honestly i think you know this i mean vittoria Hartley connected maybe 30 40% of his shots maybe lesser. I, of- I
1: want to see the i want to see the fight metric stats because yeah. <clears throat> that'll be interesting to see but you know marvin is a tough guy he's going to go back to uh, go back home and figure it out Maybe yeah. he needs, but, you know, we spoke about this yesterday where uh, a coach whose fighter doesn't listen to them. Like, and, you know, it's like after the first round, when Rafael Cordero said you lost that round, Marvin yeah. didn't like it at all.
0: Yes, yes, he and, did, you know. I,
1: and I'm like, okay, that's weird. You know, why will not you listen to one of the most legendary coaches that have gotten, that has made champions? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want, like, I would want a Rafael Cordero in my corner in a championship fight.
0: Absolutely, yes. He's I going tell in- you what to do. You know, in fact, he's gonna give you a real picture of what's happening.
1: Exactly. And reality is so important to have in a situation like that. Like, dude, you're losing it. Put put on the pressure, step on the pedal. If you're losing anyway, how does it matter? Go for broke. Man, no.
0: That's crazy. And so that is you know going what? To be- the Sorry, stats are in you know, the stats are in front of me. He's got 30
1: 33% oh my God.
0: accuracy, which is which is quite low. So it's about 58 <laughs> strikes out of 176. Hmm. uh Adesanya, on the other hand is uh, is 96 strikes out of 181 which is about a 53% strike rate
1: i mean but it's also volume you now the more volume yeah. you throw yeah. and it it happens but you know on that note we're going to be talking about you know uh, how the old school fighters did it against the new school fighters when we quickly come back from a commercial break you're listening to Mystic Chips and the Superhuman Camera only on IBM Podcasts on The Fighting Goat. Stay tuned, don't go anywhere.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Fighting Goat, episode 16, where we are talking about UFC 263, the old guard versus the new guard and a lot more what's coming in the following week. (laughs) So yeah, we've done a lot. I've taken my coffee break. I've had some good amount of water and let us get down to the old guard. It's drinking. This is why I say I'm old guard.
1: I'm drinking. Old guard (laughs) drinks. New guard drinks coffee.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but man, no, it's 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 well, a it's a great
0: Mahol here in the IVM studio, so I don't blame you for picking up the glass of vodka
1: <laughs> gin, <laughs> or rum gin, or gin, 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 Oh yeah, gin. gin, gin. Yeah,
0: don't mention no. the gin because they're not paying us right now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know it's so funny when we 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 constantly so and I both um, are very very. I won't say. I think we are very biased towards the old guard. Because we Ab- come absolutely. from that, we, we grew up with MMA when it started, literally from from the old Pride days. And when we saw the fights between Damien Mayan, we'll start with Damien and Bilal Muhammad. Then right. we saw. Um, can you imagine, sumesh Damien Maya, a thirty-two was, year
0: old versus a forty-three year old, basically.
1: Yeah, 30, uh, 40, 44, 43 year old. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Forty-three year old is forty-three years old. Can you imagine he faced off against Anderson Silva twelve years ago?
0: In 2010, belt. can you imagine eleven that? years
1: ago? In 2010, yeah. he fought Silva for the belt then.
0: And that was in a hundred and eighty-five pounds in yes. the middleweight category. And
1: middleweight. And then he dropped to welterweight weight so that he could have a size advantage. And I think it's you know, he's so set in his ways at this point. We saw that, we saw that become clear because Belal Mohammed knew he was not a threat on the feet. And he right. knew he didn't have to worry about Damien Maya's power. Because yeah. has Damien Maya stopped anybody who has strikes ever?
0: Um, I cannot recollect. Not, not at I, least for
1: the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, no, I mean, I cannot, yeah, I cannot <laughs> recollect, but you know, but the other important stat is that <clears throat> after fighting for the championship belt, which he lost versus Silva mm-hmm. in 2010, he also faced against Tyron Woodley for the welterweight championship oh, in 2017, true. which again, mm-hmm. he lost, Yeah. you know, so this, you know, so this guy's a legit fellow who has. You know. That's He's a legend, you know, you know, you know when we speak of old guard, you know the time when Mystic Chips and me started watching MMA was precisely when they should do Kimuras and Americanas, which oh we don't, you know, which we don't even see anymore. You know? Where in are fact- the
1: Americanas, man? Where are the Kimuras? I think the last time I saw a proper Americana was Jones versus Belfort, where Jones yanked his arm. Oh, he the did. Other side. Yeah. Don't you remember when in the fourth round when Jones was just pounding on Belfort, and then he just landed, he got that
0: Americana. Oh man, you know, I, it, I cannot recollect, but I I uh, no, I mean really, I have not I'll seen it in a, a very long time. I've I'll not seen it in a very, it. very long time.
1: That was I I think literally that was the last time I saw an Americana and a Kimura. Man, if you want to see what a Kimura is, if you want to see the master doing Kimuras, please Google Frank Mayer versus Rodrigo Nogueira.
0: Oh man, that was that was lethal. That oh, was lethal. God. You know, someone who can really switch between an Americana and a Kimura is someone like Fedor. Who can, who's so slick, who's so slick between his submissions. Slide his arm,
1: slide his arm like he that. Slides quickly. it, you know? And it doesn't matter. I mean, it's pure technique and leverage the way he used it. Not to mention, Feather was retardedly strong.
0: He was, yeah. He was, he just was. so
1: strong and fast as hell. He he had he had welterweight speed at 230 pounds.
0: He was, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Unbe-
1: and when you, you see, when you talk about Damien Maya and he had such beautiful submissions, he used to transition so well. Right. We we saw the new guard figure it
0: out. We really <laughs> did. You know in fact in fact the new style of coaching is so scientific that sometimes you can actually yeah. predict and read your opponent. You know so if you saw there was there was no setup to the single leg takedown. There was absolutely no setup to it. No. You know he was he was just throwing his left and going straight for the leg. Correct. And and Bilal Mohamed being so strong and from Rufus Sport and the balance you know, which has a great great coaching team. Like you know if you I think I think he tried for the single leg about 18 19 times. I think there were some 30
1: attempts or so, yeah. no, sorry 20 attempts
0: yeah. 20 attempts and out of which he got only one but there were so many times where he could use a leg sweep and take the other leg out of Bilal but it just didn't happen. You know something like Khabib you know Khabib yeah. does that really so, well. Khabib has beautiful trips. Khabib yeah. has Khabib also Khabib's double is
1: so strong. <laughs> Khabib's double is so strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And
1: that, and we spoke about the fact, you know, there are wrestlers and then there are grapplers. Correct. Grapplers are, once you are on the ground, you're screwed with a grappler. Correct.
0: The wrestlers
1: know how to shoot. They have point of entry. They have angles of entry. Am I going to be Greco-Roman? Am I going to use a Greco-Roman trip? Am I going to use a single leg? Am I going to use a double leg? Am I going to use a leg drag? Right. What am I going to do? Am I going to use a sweep? But BJJ guys also have sweeps from the top. Like remember Leoto Machida, man, the leg sweeps from the clinch. Yeah, they were insane.
0: He was but, so good, but at some level, I feel you need to start adapting to the game. But this time, what we see, you know, what normally happens is when you're 43 and you have one yeah. last fight on your contract, maybe you aren't even training that hard. Oh, yeah, that's true, you that's know. True, so, you know, maybe you just want to give this one last shot, you know, yeah. take your hundred thousand dollars, whatever, yeah. and just.
1: He's 43, you know, man. You
0: know, become mean, a yoga teacher in Bali, as you said.
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, don't say that. Yeah, and stick can still kick all our asses.
0: <laughs> Together.
1: Together. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's. You it's know? I think, you know, it's it's time for him to ride off into the sunset. He's yeah. a great fighter. Yeah. He's brought us, he's had some amazing moments in that cage. And uh, if this is his last fight, which I think is it is, because yeah. I don't see the UFC, you know, really renewing somebody's contract at 44. 43, right. 44.
0: Right. Unless unless you're Anderson Silva. But or you Romero, who
1: is Yuel 90 Romero. actually yeah. and it looks like he's 35. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. crazy.
1: But then, you know, then you move on to somebody like Leon Edwards, who is this incredible number three ranked welterweight, who is, yeah. he's been on the cusp of a title shot for two years now.
0: Yeah. And has been,
1: yeah. incre- and you saw that performance that he put on. But then you have that wild card of the old guard, Nate Diaz.
0: Nate Diaz. Who is you know? a,
1: the Ultimate Fighter alumni from the season one, which gave rise to legends like Diego Sanchez, which gave rise to Chris Lieben. But was he was Stephen he season Bonner. one or was he
0: season five? I am not season, too sure.
1: Season one was Stephen Bonner and. Uh, oh yeah, and so he uh, season He's two. the ultimate.
0: He's Ultimate Fighter season five.
1: Oh, am I? He's uh, season five,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm yeah. So sorry. That's a big mistake. Yeah. It
1: just you know, it's that like era of fighters, but
0: you know what? He because actually, Chris Lieben and
1: Diego Sanchez he, as well,
0: right? He seems like somebody who's been there since season one. I absolutely yeah. don't blame you because even I thought that he's from season one or two, but I just checked up on it and it's season five. Oh. However, he's the winner of season five, he is, he is.
1: He won, he won season five and. But you yeah. saw his, you saw his ability from before that.
0: But you know what, Diaz, you know, Diaz is the kind of guy that you know he, you know he wasn't there in season one or two, but I would say he's still the winner of season one and two both.
1: Yeah, yeah, combined, <laughs> combined.. and believe me, if the fight was under Pride rules, he is beaten, Leon. Yeah, Sorry.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Because if
1: if you, I mean, Pride used to be crowd cheering. You know, if the crowd yeah. thought we were great. You won. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Nate has won. I mean, yeah, when they announced it, the winner by my unanimous decision, Leon Edwards and the crowd is cheering when Nate has puts his hand yeah. <laughs>
0: I but, mean, <laughs> you know, that just, you know, that just shows that how the old guard really didn't care about PR activities and stunts and clothes, no, they don't you know, give a shit. you know, this guy came to the press conference with a joint in his hand and there was, you know, I mean, he was not just a joint, he was smoking it. Yeah. At that point of time, he was smoking it, Dude, he was and, <laughs> you know, and someone from the UFC actually said that, listen, you know, I think uh, Nate, can you just put that aside? And he turned around and said, it's legal, bro.
1: <laughs> exactly, it's legal.
0: I mean, Arizona, you know, it's legal. So this guy just does what he wants. But they should man. just
1: decriminalize weed, anyway. Absolutely. Weed has done Globally. nothing bad. Globally, I mean, have you ever heard of a carjacking by somebody high on weed? No. Never. No. I mean, the max they'll do is break open to your car, steal your chips, and go away.
0: Max. Yeah. You might sleep yeah. in the car also. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: wake up the next morning and say, "Oh, once sir." So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you get crackheads and potheads, crackheads and drunkards who do way worse. So absolutely if yeah. anything yeah. weed makes people happier
0: yeah <laughs> and yeah
1: and anyway that final minute you know i think leon might have been a little tired from hitting mate because you know you can get a very demotivated because when you somebody takes your best shot yeah and smiles back at you saying ha that didn't hurt
0: yeah, And, and yeah. you're
1: like, what the hell? What the hell are you made of?
0: You know, you're demotivated. You're completely Probably demotivated.
1: Man, I mean, you will want to give up. And Leon was looking to cruise in that last round. Yeah. And that one momentary slip of concentration and Diaz cracked him with man, that left.
0: He cracked. Yeah. you, you know. In, in fact, I was seeing the similarity. Leon's- you know, I was seeing the similarity between the Usman and Masvidal fight of how mm-hmm. he slapped the hand in front and he followed up with the cross. Exactly. And it looks so similar. And I'm like, man, if this guy just had one more minute, it would have been the biggest upset of 2021.
1: 30 more seconds or whatever. It was, Leon was on Fleet Street. He yeah, was man. gone. His It was an earthquake happening under his legs because he couldn't find his footing anymore.
0: Yeah, he fell yeah. down
1: a bunch of times and the crowd erupted. That just showed... Yeah. Like, you know, that's what we talk when old guard has such a significant place in our hearts.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. if
1: it wasn't for them, none of this would happen.
0: Absolutely, yes. None you of know, this and, would have happened. You know, and some of these guys just put on such a show, and because they are themselves, they're so real. You know, the fans, the audience, the promotion, just back them up because say, no, you know, if this guy wants to smoke a joint, he's going to smoke a joint. If he doesn't want to talk, he'll not talk. Yeah. So Conor McGregor
1: for that matter. man, It's
0: so real. It's just so real. I would totally
1: call Conor McGregor old guard, even though he's not old guard, he's relatively new. In that sense, he's only been around for 10 years, but I would say Uh, his mentality is old guard.
0: But you know what the thing is? I mean, his fighting mentality, yes, but I I still feel he's a big PR stunt by himself. You know, sometimes he's a good guy with Dustin Poirier. Sometimes he's a drunk guy with Khabib. Sometimes he's on yeah. top of his mind with somebody else. You mm-hmm. know, but Diaz, man, you know what? I think it was John Morgan that asked him, you know, Nate, you've not even spoken five words, but everybody cheers for you. And he just mm-hmm. looked and he said that, you know, when there's such a good show going on here, you know, why should I waste my energy? Exactly. You know, and, you know, and you know that is something that's coming from the heart. You know, you don't even care that, you know, if the people like you or do you, don't like you. He, I mean, it's just that give a f***ing attitude. I remember, love that.
1: Do you remember the time when guys like, you know, Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture used to fight? Yeah. And people never give a crap who won or who lost. They cheered them both. You know, they cheered them both. Pride, nobody gave a crap who won and lost. Nobody cared. Nobody, nobody cared. Who Nobody cared about records and legacies and should I, you know, pause in minute, one and a half to put that toe into his butt or whatever. My point is that it's, you know, the old guard was, they threw caution to the wind. They went there to put on a show and that's what it really is. A show.
0: Very true. Very true.
1: I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, the UFC is any sport for that matter you know, whether you call it when he's football or, you know, we were talking to our producer and we were talking about football. Yeah. And you see, why do people cheer on the people who are exciting? Yeah. Why yeah. do people cheer on the people who take risks, who take anything? Yeah. Because they were they're there for the, they literally play for the fans.
0: But you know, at some level, you also need to be a character. You need to have that little bit of zing. You know, like someone like, and I Chuck don't know. didn't have a lot of character, but Chuck was loved by all. Chuck Liddell was... He
1: came in there and he made no excuses. He never said, oh, I was I had a bad weight cut. Oh, I didn't eat yeah. properly. Oh, I was yeah. drunk.
0: They never cared. Well, in fact, he was one of the few guys who actually should drink beer. You know, he actually had a potbelly with a six-pack.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Potbelly with a six-pack. That's the right point. <laughs> you could see his style and his eight used to come out and his hands moving like this by his waist. But don't get me wrong, man. He's an old school badass. He will knock your senses out. Well, that, that left right hook combination that's like Rampage Jackson, man. man. Rampage would go crazy, he would be go crazy, sniffing around reporters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. reporters well, yeah, that's 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 crazy, you know. But that gets us to the third and the last fight of the yes, old sir. guard versus new guard Brandon Moreno, 27 and Figueredo, mid 30s. Yeah. I mean, man, I mean, you know Figured this guy.
1: Also, man, it's you know he'll you take your head off and not make complaints about it. Correct. The sportsmanship that you see from an old guard is something is, else. Is something, something else. else. It's like he helped him, picked him up. He was Moreno was crying, howling.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: he hugged him and he picked him up and he raised his hand. How many of the new guard do you see that? man?
0: Well, you know. In fact, you mentioned such I mean, look a at good Marvin point. Exactly. In the Did same card, in the same card, UFC 263, we had a co-main event where we had the old guard yeah. versus new guard, But the main event was a new guard versus new guard. And the attitude was so different the entire yeah, approach to the game. Yeah. See, Figueredo obviously said a lot of mean things about Moreno. I absolutely agree. No, that's just a pre-fight hype. That's a hype. But that's... You know, once you know, once once the contest is over, at the yeah. end of the day, you are two humans. You are two fighters. You're competing exactly. in the same promotion. You must let all of that go. And when you said about Conor McGregor, I love the fact because the entire build up to the Nate Diaz fight was heated. It was you know, oh they were you know you God. know they were throwing monster energy cans on each Dude, other yeah, and stuff both like that. They were
1: throwing shit, and they almost got into scuffles. Hmm. They
0: were like each team wanted to fight each team. Yeah, but you know, once the contest ended and he had choked out McGregor and it was over yeah. these guys hugged it out you know they said listen you know great contest all of that you know Nick Diaz was there you know they yes. all met together They you know they possibly must have had a proper 12 post that but yeah. you know you just, you just let those emotions go and you need to be human again yeah and and that's what we can learn and that's what I love about the old guard that the new guys don't have it you know I mean you know look at Marvin Vittori. you know he clearly lost so there was just a sore loser you know he sulked and he just went out of there no, no the delusion is that he thought he won ah, after I mean, five rounds well you know
1: it's, you know he will have to I hope I, yeah. I honestly hope
0: like Sugar, that- Shown, Sugar Sean Sugar Shawn is still unbeaten <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your favorite fighter, man. Your favorite <laughs> fighter.
0: The Blondie but, was there.
1: Huh? Blondie was sitting there. He had a joint of his own, but nobody cared about his joints. <laughs> Everybody was focused on you. Saw the difference, like you know, in the camera. So in the in you know, in the sporting events, they point out to all the sports celebrities yeah. that sit yeah. in the audience. They show Francis Nagarnu crowd goes,
0: ah, yeah, they're crazy. They show
1: Sugar Sean O'Malley crowd goes,
0: boom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they show Nick Diaz, the crowd goes mad. <laughs> Did you know somebody
0: else they go boo? Yeah, so All the
1: old school guys, yay. yeah, school guys have chunks.
0: Joby, yeah. Joby,
1: yeah, Joby. Triple C boo. I love triple C, he's a character for sure. Yeah, yeah. He can fight. But that, my friend, brings us to the end of our segment. We had, you know, we will always love, you know, the sport is always ever evolving. And yeah. today's, today's new guard is tomorrow's old guard, you know? Yeah. So things yeah. might change, yeah. let's hope. But we never forget the legends that got this sport started. Absolutely. And that being said, let's quickly take a commercial break before we introduce you to next week's Fight Cards. We've got Woo-hoo! some great fights coming up. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the next segment of the Fighting Goat episode Sir. 16, where we're going to be making our predictions. So Mr. Kamra,
1: before we start with the predictions, how did last week you, go? Last week we went dead even. None oh, of us won, yeah, sadly. we
0: were we won the same page, We were on the same page, we we the same page. page. and yeah. we were
1: all wrong, also. Huh? Yeah. Way, apart from one fact, <laughs> we were all wrong. <laughs> but the, the, it's it's you know, before we before we get into our prediction segment, we have to tell you that we've Our producers have told us some great news. We've got our apparel and our trinkets coming. So stay tuned. Follow us on our social media because you're going to see it. Follow us on our social media because you're going to get a chance to win these prizes. Yes.
0: I think that what we have is a very, very cool fighting goat fridge magnet that's going to be up for grabs. So stay tuned on Mystic Chips Handle, Somesh Kamra's Handle, the Fighting Goat's Handle and IVM Podcast and get a chance to win these really cool fridge magnets for free.
1: Yes, sir. Okay, now quickly, Somesh, we're running out of time. We need to talk about next week's fight card. We've got Dan Ige taking on the Korean zombie. Oh man That's, Jung. It. That's
0: in the featherweight division in the 145 pounds. Yes, sir. in the heavyweight division, we've got Alexei Olenek taking on 27-year-old, basically his grandson, Sergei Spivak. But they kind and of look similar though. You know, I think these yeah, Sergey, they,
1: they, yeah. I, I, think, I think after you know, a 27 and a 67-year-old look the same.
0: Yeah, Literally,
1: absolutely. You know.
0: They just really look the same. Yeah, you know something. You know of The Parsi genes in them. So yeah, you know. And the third fight that we can predict is in the welterweight division between Matt Brown and Ooh. Diego Lima. Ooh. So let's start in the welterweight division. The yes, main sir. card starts with Matt Brown and Diego, Diego. Lima. Okay,
1: uh, so, I'm a big Matt Brown. I'm a big Matt Brown fan. I really am. I really, really am. But he we've seen him fade over the years. We saw his last fight with Carlos Condit. It was, yeah. Yeah. was okay. Well, there are two legends battling it out. But I think his, you know, there's only so much you can take in the fight game. And he's been a warrior for so long. I think Diego Lima takes this one.
0: Okay, very interesting. So, Team Chips is going for Diego Lima. Team Kamra is going to go for... But I'd love the, to be wrong,
1: by the way. I'd love to be wrong. In this
0: okay, one. but, but Matt I'm, Brown. I'm going to be going for Matt Brown. Yes, so sir. after a very long time, we are on opposite sides. It's yes, Matt sir. Brown for Team Camera and Diego Lima for Team Chips. Let's go on to the co-main event of the evening in the heavyweight division yes, with Alexei Olenik and Sergei Spivak.
1: Oh, you know, it's tough. Alexei Olenik <laughs> is a very, very <laughs> tough man. It's he's he's very strong. He's got a great chin. He can take strikes. Yeah. But it's do you know what, Chalo? We've sided so much with the old guard and the old guard seldom lets us down. So I'm going to go with the granddaddy, Olenek.
0: Okay, that's awesome. So Team Chips is going for Alexey Olenek and Team Kamra is also going to go for the old guard, Alexey Olenek because I think he's got more tools than On the, ground, dude. On the ground, And I, he's and I also dangerous. feel he's way more durable. So, yes, he is. Hmm, you can take some shots. That's energy. going to be a that's going to be a good one. And for the main event of the evening in the featherweight division, there's the Korean Zombie versus Dan Ige oh. Team Chips.
1: Uh, you know the thing is you can't count out either guy, but no, I'm going Korean Zombie man. No, no you know
0: what? You're cheating because you told me Dan Ege yesterday.
1: I said I will make my final decision. Little.
0: Little. I was on
1: the fence. I was on the fence.
0: Okay, that's a very strong fence to hold a hundred and fifteen pound dude. You know, strong muscular dude. So, you know what? I'm gonna be sticking to my original prediction. I think the Korean zombie takes this one.
1: Me too. I honestly think it's gonna be a good war
0: and it'll sway in zombie's favor. That's Push. awesome. That's great. So yes, you yes, have sir. the predictions out but you guys can make your predictions, tag us, hashtag us and get a chance to win some exciting fridge magnets from the fighting Goat. Until next time, it's Team Chips, Team Camera, and the IVM studio that's going to see you same time, same, same place, place <laughs> next week with another exciting event and more Bakchodi to come your way.
1: Absolutely. But before we forget, please Follow us on social media. My yes. handles, my Instagram handle is Arjun underscore and my Twitter handle is at Mystic
0: Chippal. Go Somesh. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram, somesh.kamra and on Twitter, somesh_kamra underscore Kamra. Don't forget to follow IVM Podcast Absolutely. on all social media. And again, get a chance to win some exciting merchandise from us. Catch up on some new shows. A yes, lot of exciting content on IVM Podcast so and if you don't want want to tune in then you're a sore loser
1: (laughs) no guys no matter what tune into all the shows on ivmpodcast.com catch us on spotify catch us on ghana catch us basically everywhere turn around and you will find chips and camera on the fighting road thank you so much for listening to us we will catch you on the next episode where we might just might have a surprise guest this is me Arjun the mystic chips saying goodbye along with my buddy Super Superhuman Camera. We will see you on the next episode of The Fighting Book. Sayonara.